with Kim Gravel. Hey y'all and welcome to LOL with Kim Gravel. This is a comedy podcast where we laugh about all the messiness of life and turn that mess into the message of confidence and hope. See, my mission is to encourage and lift women up. And this show is about how we all can embrace our real selves and laugh about all the stuff that life throws our way. It's crazy out here. So let's live out loud, love out loud, and laugh out loud together. Okay, on today's show, we have an amazing guest, Leanne Morgan. She is one of my most favorite comedians of all time. I'm telling you, not just female comedians, comedians of all time. Her and Steve Harvey are neck and neck for me. She's so funny. I can't wait to talk to her. Her videos on her social media accounts are insane. You will laugh out loud, pee in your pants. But first, I'm going to answer some questions from our listeners. Zach, it always scares me when you are trying to get these questions because I never know what people are going to ask. I'm not scared, though. Let's charge forth and encourage people today. I'm, I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared <laughs> I knew, because I knew you were like, going to say that. Well, I'm always a little scared, but today I'm especially scared because we do have Leanne Morgan. She's just so funny and so oh, great. And I'm brand. like, yes. on with these two hilarious, powerful women. And, you know, I'm a little scared. I'm going to gird my loins. We'll gird your loins. All right, here we go. We get messages all the time from young women and girls who want to get into pageants. And, okay. you know, we have a performer on the show this week, and I thought this would be a really great week to talk about... The two questions that these girls ask you all the time, which is the first one is, what is the best way to start? And the second one is, will you be my coach? Which, <laughs> but, I love but it. no, but I think the question really is like, what do you look for in a good coach? Right. So, you know, what do you need in order to okay. start and what do you look for in a good coach? How do you get to the level that, you know, you, that you got? Well, this is the thing. Everybody thinks a coach is going to get you to that level. And, and a coach is just that. I mean, if you look up the definition of coach, it's just like a guide. It's like a teacher. It's not a person to provide you with a platform. It's not a person to provide you with exposure or opportunity. It's to prepare you for that. So when I tell young girls, how bad do you want it? That's my first question. I'm actually working with a young man right now. His name is Presley. He's got the it factor. You know what I mean? He's good looking. He has the greatest disposition. He's a very likable young man. I mean, he really has a lot of potential. And I'm kind of coaching him in how to go about being in the business of acting and modeling and all that kind of good stuff, because it is truly a business. So my first advice to all of you out there who, who is wanting to try anything when it comes to entertainment is Learn all you can about the craft, but also about how to do the business of acting, meaning how to mm -hmm. audition, how to put yourself out there on social media so that you can be hired. There's so many aspects that were not in existence when I was coming up that you need to know today and start acting. I can't tell you how many people said, Kim, I want to be an actress. And I'm like, OK, what are you acting in? Nothing. I mean, they're not even doing a TikTok account. Right. So, I mean, there's so many ways right now and so many people are getting discovered on social media. So if you say, Kim, I don't, I don't, I can't afford acting classes. I can't afford to do all this stuff. Get, put yourself on TikTok and Instagram and social media, playing out a movie role that you love or, or reading a book in a caricature kind of way. There's always ways to get your talent out there. Start now. <laughs> Start now. And find a coach that actually cares about you, not about themselves. That's my second part. How do you figure that out, though? Like, what do you look when for? When they you, sit down and you paying them money or you helping, giving them some kind of cut and they're talking about themselves more than they're talking about you, that's a red flag. 
I'm not about trying to collect red flags in my life. Meaning if it look like a duck and walk like a duck. So if you've got a coach that's talking about how great they are and what all they are doing, that means they are into them. They are not into you. That's such good advice. You know, it's funny when I was starting out in film. So I, I worked on movie sets starting when I was 18. And one of my mentors, when I was like on my way to college, she was like, don't major in film, major in business. Bingo. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, they can't teach you inspiration. They can't teach you how to be creative. But if you learn the business, right. then you'll be more successful with the projects you want to do. Well, can I say to people, just don't, don't let rest on your laurels. I'm a creative. I'm not interested in business. You better get interested in business. Mm. Yeah, and marketing. Oh, my gosh, it's all about uh, marketing. marketing. I mean, come on. That's the bane of our existence, Zach. <laughs> that's a, let's do a whole social media how to market yourself podcast write that down because that's a brilliant podcast to have people would be snapping that up right i mean yeah. i honestly i need that podcast like, yeah, we, can I, uh, well i mean we can have an expert on that can can help us oh uh, yeah and by I expert i mean it. somebody actually doing it but do you feel like so you know you it's interesting that you went right from like pageants to like the next like acting or something else because pageants really are like a stepping stone, huh? Is that sort of pageants how you were, look at it? All I did pageants for was for exposure. So like I can't have QVC in the brand I have without exposure. So the mm -hmm. more people know about Kim Gravel and Bell and my message, and that's why I do the podcast is for exposure. It's it's not that you're not talented or great. People, the people, there's probably actually more talented and more naturally gifted people sitting at home that are actually on the screens of your TV. Right. It's just they put themselves out there. It's just like a relationship. You want to date somebody? You got to put yourself out there. This is a podcast by itself, Zach. We should really talk about how to level up in business. Okay. In Let's marketing. All right. Okay. It's on the Done. list. Done. Awesome. Okay. It's time for a quick break. Um, if you want your question answered on the show, call and leave Kim a voicemail. The number is 404 913 6460. Or you can email your question to lolwithkimgravel at gmail.com. It's that easy. We'll only use your first name, so we'll keep it anonymous. And I'm going to put all that info in the show notes that accompanies this episode. So check it out. We love to hear from you. Send us your questions. Send us your silly stories. Whatever you got for us, we're going to play the best stuff on the air. And when we get back after the break, we're going to laugh out loud with Leanne Morgan. Hey, y'all. Have y'all told anyone else about this podcast? The thing I hear most from everyone is, I needed to hear that today, Kim. So if you could think of anybody that you know that might want to hear this message of hope and laughter and just, you know, having some fun, please tell them. Tell them about LOL with Kim Gravel. It'll definitely help us get the word out about the podcast. And maybe it will help them to have a little bit more, you know, pep in their step a little bit more encouraged in their day. So help us out. Let everybody know. Share the word about LOL with Kim Gravel because uh, the more listeners, the better. All right. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks, 
and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. So, y'all, my next guest is, I'm, I've never been more excited, Zach, to have an interview and talk to someone on this podcast other than this woman. I am fangirling big time, baby. Leanne Morgan is a comedian. And when I tell you she's a comedian, it's, she's a comedian's comedian. Like, I'm very snobby about my comedians and people that make me laugh. Steve Harvey and it's Leanne Morgan. They are neck and neck. I, and I'm going to have to say Leanne a little bit more, but don't tell Steve. I mean, Uh-oh. it is one of those things. She has, she's on a tour right now, Zach, a hundred city tour. Guess what the tour's called? I'm not going to guess. What's her tour called, Kim? The Big Panty Tour. Let me say that again because I laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Panty Tour. Y'all got to go check her out. But first, let's talk to her. And then you, I'll just tell you where you can find this woman because you are going to laugh till you pee on yourself. Leanne Morgan, welcome to LOL with Kim Gravel. I love you, sis. Thank you, Kim. Can you go out on the road with me and say this every time I come? I'll out be on your stage. hype girl. Oh my I god, I'll be your hype girl. girl. Kim, you would love that. Oh my gosh, shoot, I'd be the best hype girl. I mean, I ain't trying to toot my own horn, but toot toot. I would be your best, Leanne. Let me just start by saying, you have get helped me get through a many a night. That sounds weird. Don't take that wrong. It when I was sitting on the couch at COVID, eating a bag of Oreos. And I would sit there, and my kids, like, right up on me. You know what I'm saying? Just right uh-huh. right up under me. And they're old. They're like 13 and 15 now. But just all up in my grill. My uh-huh. husband, your videos, y'all, go listen to this woman's videos. Leanne, how did you? What? How, Thank you. How? When? Where? What has caused you to be well, this phenomenon? Oh, you don't. Well, I've done it 22 years. It always starts with that. Well, I've done it a half a decade. I mean, a quarter of a century. I got started, and I think people are shocked by that because they think I'm just coming on the scene. <laughs> You're overnight people success. Didn't know me? Yeah, people didn't know. So me. It always Which, is. by the way, you saying that Steve Harvey because he's one of my favorites. And if oh, I could girl. be like anybody, if I could have a game show, if I could have a talk show, I'm, you are going to. Let's claim it right now. Thank you. Claimed. Claimed in the name of Jesus. It's done. <laughs> now, you are so similar to him, Leanne, in your real-life comedy. It's not these expensive written jokes. It comes from you. Well, thank you, my darling. And I tell people, I'm, I wish that I was so brilliant that I, like Jerry Seinfeld, that I could look at a cotton ball and write a bit. But I don't, it don't <laughs> work that way for me. I talk about what happened, you know, when my kids were little on a t-ball field or... <laughs> You know, when I was pregnant, found out I was pregnant with my third baby. But I've, uh, it's all from, you know, just stories that have happened. And I wish that I could have somebody write for me because I'm exhausted. But it doesn't make sense because it's got to be for me. People are used to me telling. But I got started 22 years ago. Mm. And I'm married 
and people say, oh, but we don't, we've never heard of you. And I've worked comedy clubs, but raising yeah. three children, I couldn't do all comedy clubs. So I had to carve out a different path. Yes. I had people in the business tell me early on, like, we think you got it, Leanne, but you can't raise three babies and be on the road. And I wanted to raise my children. I, I hear you. I you get know? that. And my husband, thank the Lord, is a wonderful provider and took, and tended to me and these children so that I could pursue my dream. So Amen. I didn't have to get out of here and make a living. So I wow. could I could pick and choose. Like I didn't have to drive 500 miles, make $50 and sleep in a Ford Festiva. You know, I didn't have to, I got to skip a lot of crap because I had Chuck Morgan as a backbone. But, well, but and, and Chuck Morgan's a lot of your, you got to thank Chuck Morgan just for being a provider. Now, Chuck Morgan's been a lot of your material too. <laughs> I know. I know. And he gives me a every day. He's an odd bird. I mean, he's a bird. Oh, I married an odd bird too, honey. I can relate to you in so many ways. Tell, what is it like, Lee, being your age? And I'm, I'm 50. I just turned 50 this year. Oh. Um, I, my career has just, it's more on fire than it has ever been. And uh, you are too. And I just talked to another woman about this the other day. What is it about women at our age that people are really turning on to now? Is it just, what is it, Leanne, that is well, making, we're making I, a comeback, baby. I know, and it is. And it isn't, and isn't it wonderful? And I yes. think, I don't know if it's that I finally, I mean, I'm comfortable with who I am and this is who it is and, and take it or leave it. <laughs> and that people are attracted to that, you know, because everything. People love on, that. Yeah, everything on Instagram is. You know, and everybody's fanny's big. You know, when I was growing up, my fanny's big, but I was ashamed of it. They made us feel ashamed of it. And now everybody's got a big fanny and a little waist and some yoga britches. And I, everybody looks contoured. And I, and there's times when my baby child, who's a professional makeup artist, she'll bake and contour me. But she'll bake, she'll bake. Bake and she does all that. But um, but I think people will real. I really do. do. And especially the horror. They were in, and the world right? coming to an end, and Jesus coming back, which I think he is. I mean, you know, good night. Listen, I want to be caught up with him when he comes. I, I want to go, too. I don't want to stay down here and fight. I, I don't want to, but I want to be beside you because I know we're going to laugh and eat the whole way up. Eat no, I mean, and have a bowl. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Well, what is it about laughter? You know, the Bible says it does does the body good, like the like a medicine. It's like a medicine to the body, to the soul. Why do you think that is, Leanne? Like comedy, really, it bridges so many divides. It does, and I don't. I just think life is so hard. Yes, and we've not been promised happiness. No, but God promises us joy. Yeah, and I think. Life is hard and it kicks you in the teeth. And if you get any time on this earth, every, you know, we all go through horrible, bad times and then there'll be good times and you're in a valley or you're up on a mountaintop. And I think people that can laugh can cope more effectively. I do. I, I do too. If I, if I had not become a comedian, I wanted to be a therapist and I got a degree wow. in, in crisis intervention counseling at the University of Tennessee in child and family studies. And I've always... <laughs> Wanted I love to how you say it in child family studies. And I've always wanted to. I love it. And I barely got out of there by the skin of my teeth. Well, I'm so scared to... somebody's going to find out my GPA. <laughs> but I love people and I love mm. behavior and I love learning about people. But I do. I think people that can 
laugh and enjoy life can cope more effectively. And I, speaking of my mama Lucille, and we just had a ball growing up. And it wasn't, you know, things weren't there. I mean, I had a pretty good childhood, but there were, you know, things that happened and, you know, you lose people to death and different things. But my mama always made light, I mean, like found the good in something. Right. And we had a ball and we laughed and we got tickled at church and shook our feet. Oh, pee. honey. Are and, you kidding? Yeah. I saw somebody retaining fluid in their <laughs> pantyhose and got so tickled. But I mean, we just had a bowl and I've been raised, I've raised my children to laugh and dance in the kitchen and yes. have a good time because this life is short. It's very short. But then I married Chuck Morgan, whose family took everything very serious. <laughs> and Chuck Morgan's very serious. And he's like, how dare you? Have a good time. Let's all shut up. Everybody shut your mouth. Let's not this have a good serious time. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I hope that he's gotten some from me. But yeah, that's been tumultuous. I'm a glass half full kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm pretty positive. You know, except when I feel fat, I'm going through like perimenopause. <laughs> thyroid medicine's all. Oh, I'm you full know. blown menopausal. Like it's been a while. And not, not to overshare, but my cycle is so irregular. It's like, a, you oh, know. Oh, you're in it. You're in oh, it. Oh, I'm right in now. it. And I think I'm early menopause. My mom went through it. She went through it for 10 years. She was evil. Perimenopause lasts 10 years. They don't tell you that. Oh, is peri that what, maybe that's what I'm in. Maybe that's what you're I'm in. in. Peri, you're in peri because your, your cycle's getting funky. And you know, I had a podcast called Sweaty and Pissed Menopause and More. Did you know that? <laughs> With my nurse practitioner, who is brilliant. <laughs> Tell me, I'm sweating. Sweaty and Pissed Menopause and More. Start listening to that. We don't do it anymore, but it was very successful. It's super fun. And I listened to a few of them when we were prepping for this episode. It's really yeah, a fun show. Is my darling. It's a fun show. Sweaty. Well, and and she talked about medical stuff, and I told you know I talked <laughs> about pinto bean recipes, you know, yes. and it, and it, Johnny Cash is in heaven. I believe he's a believer. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> it's crazy math. But she talked about she is a hormone guru. Okay, and she said perimenopause lasts ten years. Wow. And when you get into full menopause, they they know what to do because you're you're not up and down. Right now, right. you're like a middle school girl. That's what oh, you're God. like. <laughs> Well, you're, and my son is 15 and he's evil too. It's like, I'm just like with his hormones and my hormones. And then we both eating like we're, I mean, y'all, this is true story, Leanne. And then I, I don't know. I feel like I've known you forever, but I I found a, um, I had hidden a box of Whitman's chocolate from Valentine's in my bottom drawer in my, and I had forgotten yes, about it. Yes. And last night I opened that drawer and I almost started speaking in tongues running up and down the bedroom. I was like, hello, we're the guy that's got the women's channel. I thought I had hit the mother load. What you did. It? <laughs> you did. I love a Whitman's box of chocolates. <laughs> and I don't eat all of them because I don't like a cream. Oh, okay. But I do love a good solid chocolate and I like a caramel and I like a, I, I like. But you don't do the marshmallow caramel. stuff on the, on the, the I'm little. I'm not crazy thing. about it. My husband will eat it. He'll eat anything. But, <laughs> but I've got, I've been on this tour. And my concert promoters will say, everybody needs a little dab of chocolate. And so they would have these, all these little miniature Hershey bars backstage mm. for me. And I was like, y'all are killing me because I love those things. And I'd sit and take them in my purse because I'm from the country and I can't waste. So I would take these, everything from my green room and put it in my purse in Ziploc bags. And then I'd eat it on a plane. And I said, well, if I'm going to, if y'all want me to eat candy, could y'all at least let me do Gira, 
Ghirardelli. Oh, you went, oh, you've gone, you've gone bougie then. That's bougie, but they've got the dark chocolate. It's good. That at least salt. it's like trying to kill cancer. You know, it's at least <laughs> I, it's not like a goober. You know, I love a goober. I love but a good goober. But I feel like I'm at least combating, you know, with antioxidants or something. But I'm still eating those like a nut. Okay. And know, I, I don't want to be in bad, but holy hell. You know, I no. got, and, and I know all these medical stuff. I can't repeat it because I, I, I listened to most of it, but I didn't receive all of it. I, I, I don't learn that way. Anyway, but I learned so much with her on that medical po- mm. podcast. But do I do any of it? No. no. Now, I am on an estrogen cream, a testosterone cream, and an oral progesterone. So this <laughs> is what I want to say to you, Kim. You need to get yourself straightened out. Get somebody that will listen to you. I would get a female, a nurse practitioner, or a PA, somebody that's been trained in hormones. Where do you yeah. live? I live in Atlanta. When are you coming oh, to Atlanta? Oh, my darling. Honey, March the 27th. I, I knew you. I'm trying to get... I'm trying to get I'm trying to get the tickets because we were going out of town and it's all this. I'm like, Lord Jesus, I need to get there. Well, all you know, my I friends did, are I, going. Oh my Lord. I just mm-hmm. did three shows at Center Stage and sold mm-hmm. them out. And so they said, Do you want to do another Can one? You come so back. They, mm-hmm. So we did we got a call four o'clock at Cobb Energy Center. It sold out. But it's the seven o'clock is not sold out. I know. I, every, a lot of my friends are going. Oh, Okay, well, Atlanta, you got hormone people in Atlanta. Good night. You don't need me to tell you. You got, oh, y'all got everything in Atlanta. But you need to find somebody. I'm going to find somebody, Glenn. I'm going to find somebody. Because these women need to know on this podcast that. They do. That, that bioidentical hormones are very protective for your heart. Mm. And all kinds of things that they didn't know about. So you need to get yourself. Well, does it help with the chin hairs that are growing out of my chin? Well, you may be, you may, it sounds like you're producing a lot of testosterone and that can surge. So yes, that is a big black fish hair coming out of your, it could be out of your eyebrow. I've got one that comes out of my eyebrow that's the size of this mouse. <laughs> and then I've got, I had them on my chin. They're gone now. I used to, when I would be pregnant, there would be okay. one come out of my stomach. Well, I've but, had them come out of stuff in other areas. Yeah. The yeah, areola. that's probably a little test. Yeah, that's a li- oh, <laughs> that's a little testosterone right there. So you need to talk to somebody about. It. And don't right. let people put pellets in you because you'll you'll think, oh, I get a pellet, I want to do it with my husband, and then he's going to give me a new purse. That that pellet will put a big rush of testosterone, and you'll be a whore, and it'll be fun, <laughs> and it'll all be great. And then that dips off, and then you'll yeah. be sitting in a closet turning a lamp on and off. So <laughs> don't do that. that let, take some steady, a cream, a, you know. Do you see what I'm a, saying, Zach? The woman is just, just one minute. I have to mute my mic because I'm laughing too much. <laughs> okay, I was laughing too much. I got choked up. All right, Leanne. Talk to me about women who are out there living vicariously through you like I do. I'm watching you do your thing, your God-given gift at this age. It, uh, can you encourage—I I probably get that email, Leanne, every day. Kim, I don't know what to do with my life. I still feel I have purpose. My kids are grown or my kids are old enough. Talk to that and talk to the women listening today and give them a word. Because it, it, it's never—it's not over, is it? It's not over. And I, and I, and I, and you know, I'm human during this whole journey of mine, I would, I would have, there were times I couldn't get arrested. 
there were times nobody cared about me. I couldn't, I couldn't beg somebody to let me come on stage and say, let me, I'll clean your toilets if you let me come up here. And then there were times when I'd have a deal in Hollywood with ABC for my own sitcom. Wow. And I would be on top of the world and then it wouldn't make it. And then I had, I'm on my fourth television deal. So I've had one. Right now? Right now? I've had, yeah, and I've had wonderful things, and I've had people want to do reality shows about me, but I just didn't want my kids to get on dope. Yes. You know, and I, and I just thought everybody that does reality shows, it just doesn't turn out well. So I never right. did that. But I would have times, because in this business, you hear a lot of no's, and you're not right. We love you. We're not, we don't want you. And I, and, or you're, you're, you're a mom comic, or what, you know, we're not going to book you here, or what. Wow. And then in my, I had my first child get married and I knew they wanted babies and they were wanting to get pregnant and they did. And I've got my first grandbaby. And when he was coming, I thought, you know, things weren't going great and I was tired and I thought, yes. you know, it's okay. I've had a good time. I'm going to bow out of this thing. And then that's when thing, I swear, okay, I made the decision uh, or uh, I got asked to do the dry bar comedy. You've heard of that. Yes. Dry bar comedy. And a lot of people figured out who I was with that. My manager said, these sweet Mormon people. Or he goes, they're shooting this. They want you to do this special. Nobody will ever see it. He goes, we've never heard of it. It means nothing. Um, you're going to be doing a luncheon at the Chamber of Commerce in Dubuque, Iowa. That's how great my career was going, Kim. Yeah, but that's great. Uh, they were darling, and they were all drunk at lunch. You know, people in Iowa don't have anything else to do when the they snow's do. on the ground, so they drink right. alcohol. So they were a good crowd. But anyway, <laughs> I flew out there to do that, and then I went to this dry bar, and I was scared to death because I hadn't really worked that much, and I forgot I was going to do a bunch of old material that nobody had had not been out anywhere. And I got a spray tan, and I oh lord, I put on a big you pair really? of loft jeans, and I and I had a big thyroid nodule poking out anyway i did this special they pulled it out of my butt right and is um, that always how it goes yes pulled it out of my butt and never i've never been able to watch it since because it i see that big thyroid nodule and i know i just feel like i wasn't good in it and because i hadn't been working and that came out and was very successful but i wasn't selling tickets and i was getting cute sweet jobs sweet jobs but it was like we're, we'll pay you this amount of money, but you got to, um, mm -hmm. you got to get yourself here. You got to ride the Uber with a man on marijuana for two hours. <laughs> and, you know, think she's in love with you, you know, and I, and I, at the end of that year, I was exhausted and I thought this is, this cannot be what, but, but I made a little money and I thought I'm finally going to invest in myself. I Good had never, I had had like two headshots done over 20 years. Because when if I got any money, I bought my children's you uniforms. Girl, was you're buying. just like us. Your mom. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted them to have a new outfit, homecoming dress. So I finally decided to buy, to pay Invest these Invest in guys, yourself. Mm. Uh, and they did my social media. And they got me organized. And that, and a couple of clips went out and went viral. And that's how people found me, really. Because I, I bar, I wasn't selling you. tickets. And all of a sudden, I started selling out all over the United States. So mm. to say that, and then now this has happened, which is, I'm a, I've got one of the top tours in the United States, and I'm 56 years old. And it's just like, I still pinch myself every day and think, what in the world is happening? But what I mean to say is, never give up. And, and invest in yourself. And if, and I know that from the time I was little, I wanted to be in entertainment. 
And I and I'm thankful that God gave me that clear because I did. I I knew it. I knew what I was supposed to be doing, and it took me a long time to get to it. And I and I got started in comedy selling jewelry in women's houses like Tupperware. So it wasn't you know all smooth. But and I was 32 when I got started. But everybody has a gift. Everybody. Everybody has a gift. If you're a good organizer, I've got friends that have started organizing businesses that have raised a bunch of kids and honey, they'll come in and they get paid a lot of money and they'll get your house in order. And there's, everybody's got a gift doing something. Amen. And, and if you loved it and when you were a child and you dreamed of it, I'm a big thing about, I believe in dreaming. I believe in dreams. I believe in that. If God's speaking to you and you feel like he's saying you need to go do this and you're trying to fight it or whatever, listen, you know, that's your, that's God. I believe that's God, but I do too. Um, but everybody has got like my sister's kids are in college and one's already graduated and she's really had a hard time with what am I going to do? And she worked for a frugal illusion when she was, before she had her first baby, she married late in life. And I'm like, man, you ran a marketing firm. The, you were. And bar- uh, yeah, and I'm like, she would go to New York when those models would wear an extra small panty, and then they'd have to clip it on them because they were so tiny. I said, man, <laughs> you you are a wonderful organizer. You, I, I said, if you want to work, why don't you work at a nonprofit? You don't need the money, but you could help somebody. You can run something. You we need her leading people. We need her leading. Yeah, I go. You could do it at your church. You could do. I mean, it's not over. You know, but in her mind, she's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I I don't have your talent. I go, well, that's okay. You don't need, you're not me, but you've got you. You've got so many, and so many women have got that. And I think they don't know how to, you know, they, they think, well, you just feel like, yeah, you just feel like you can't. Like my mom's 74 years old and is modeling for my apparel line on QVC. 74, seven, come on, y'all. 74. It's not over, Leanne. And it's, it's women not like over. you. It's women like you that inspire. I cannot tell you how much you have not only made me laugh, but made my heart exhale with like, oh, I'm in the right place for myself. Look at Leanne. Well, thank you, Kim. Thank you, my darling. Well, I'm also, serious. Well, thank you. And I and you're right. It's never too old. And you hear of like, I've I've met people that said my ninety year old mother went back to nursing school, and you're and I just believe in stuff like that. I, I believe, too. you know, I believe it to always keep learning, take classes, go get a degree if you if you didn't have the confidence to get it in the sixties, go get it now. It's just never too late. Well, I mean, you got one life to live. Why don't you give it a shot? You know, if you want to be a jazzercise instructor, I think that'd be fun. I've always thought it'd be fun to work at Target in the back where the bedding is. And oh, color yes. coordinate that. I think that well, would be Well, and then the fun. discount, and then the discount. Yeah. Do they I get think they get like 30%. Oh That's gosh, what I've heard. Not. What? I think I need a part-time job for the discount. I know. Well, I've got a grandbaby, and I like for him to have, you know, barn toys and stuff. Of Those are pricey. <laughs> and you know what I also think would be fun? I think it'd be fun to pop popcorn at a NASCAR track. Can you imagine oh, honey. watching people? What would you wear, Leanne, doing that? I would have to wear something cooling. Okay. Uh, so no Daisy I'm, Dukes yeah. or nothing? I mean, you going no, all full Lord, up? No, Lord, okay. no. Okay. They would love you, though, Leanne. Right Those men would oh. eat you up. Maybe a 90-year-old man that's trying to get into the country. Maybe he <laughs> might. 
that's the time that goes for me. Somebody needs a visa. Um, but no, I would wear a, I would try to find a good Eileen Fisher yeah. relax fit Capri. That's what I would, with a, maybe a good support bra with sleeveless. Because when I'm hot and I don't feel good, but when, but I've always saw, oh, wouldn't it be fun? I could think of a million jobs I'd love to do. And I just uh, think it's just good to get out and have some and accomplish something. And yes, and it doesn't matter. It's it healing. That's healing. But you've yeah. got to do me. you got to stay with the job you got. Promise me you're not going to go to NASCAR. You're going to keep it right here. <laughs> I promise. I'm going to do this if I can. Good night. I'm I'm doing dates every weekend, and I'm I know. I, and, and I'm having a ball. But that travel, I tell you, what's stressful right now is these okay. airlines. I know uh, that was a go, question I was going to ask you. We can, we're canceling. They'll cancel a flight over. Well, they don't have anybody to pump the gas. I know. There's nobody I, to pump. But so, you know what, Leanne, you are bringing hope back. Like because I think we were so locked down and so fed fear and negativity. That I think it's people like you that get out there and beat the band going, what are y'all, you know, well, now look, it's not that bad. I mean, it's, we need this. We need which, that's why you're, you're so talented, but people need you. They need Thank you. you. Thank you. And I need, I mean, there were people that I watched during the COVID that kept me going. You did. And that was a hard time. It, it was. still hard. It's still hard. And so I do, I think I, there's a lot of people who get me to go in through yeah. the COVID because it was, you know, and I was telling everybody, everything's going to be all right. And I believe that. I did too. And then there was a couple of months in there where I thought, is it? <laughs> and then, but I kept going, it's all right. And I've made a yeah. jello salad. But, uh, <laughs> and I do think eating, I think I eat for comfort. And I know I do. And I think it's okay to eat a chicken in the casserole. <sighs> I've got a Mississippi seat. pot roast in right now Come that on I put now. on this morning that I'm going to take to my, my grandbaby. He eats like a man. He's 15 months <laughs> old and he's going to make a big man. And I, and my husband, my, uh, oh, everybody's coming, but my son and his wife work so hard. She's in MBA school mm. on, at night and on the weekends. So I love to cook for them. But have you ever had a Mississippi pot roast with pepperoni and yes, an all-she packet? Yes. And a ranch dressing and butter. It, and listen, and I could just eat the gravy. Just like, put it on rice, put it on, I'd put on this cereal, I'd put on anything. This is making me very hungry, but I'm going to break <laughs> into this conversation right now because, okay. Leanne, you're not going to get away without having to do a... Zack attack, Zack attack, Zack attack, Zack attack. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so this is a segment of the show where I break in to do a game with our guest. Kim has no idea what this game is going to be. I have not shared this with her. Um... Leanne, since your comedy is so much about like stories from you and your kids and your family, I thought it would be fun to explore what you were like as a kid. Okay. So what better way to do that than for you and Kim to both take a BuzzFeed quiz that's called... Oh, Lord. Sorry, but if you did more than 13 of these things as a teenager, I'm grounding you. Okay. <laughs> God. So we're going to find out, basically, if you were a good kid as a teen or uh, kind of a troublemaker. 
Okay. 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 I'd okay. like to know. I can't even remember. So, <laughs> there's a lot of questions. We might not get to all of them, but um, let's see where we're at. I'm going to keep okay. score and we'll see who had okay. more yeses who, who was for the this. Fun. Yes. I like this. I like it, my darling. Yeah. Okay. And just to give credit, this is written by Kelly Martinez on the BuzzFeed staff. So thanks, Kelly. We'll put the uh, this quiz into our show notes. And we'll start, Leanne. Did you ever ditch school? Yes. No. You never ditch school, Leanne? No. No. I'm a real follower. No. Oh, that Lord. freaked me out. But I okay. did other horrible things. Okay. 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 <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Sinful. Horrible. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Were you ever grounded? Um, yes. Yes, but maybe once, not lunch. I'm still grounded, Leanne. My parents was still in trouble right now for talking say, back to my mother. <laughs> I thought, I, you know, I thought I was like, oh, Kim sort of was like, from what I know, is like kind of a goody two shoes as a kid. I, I thought, thought I was, I have a smart mouth. I had a smart okay. mouth. Zach. Yeah. Okay. Um, Leanne, do you remember what you were grounded for? Um, I think, yeah, I think I was, um, I, I think I got caught making out with somebody. Ooh. All right. Well, that's a question for later. Okay. Let's save that. Let's, let's save, save that. Let's save I've that. I've always loved men. Well, oh, I love them too, honey. <laughs> we'll unpack they, that. Oh, okay. That's a whole nother podcast. Keep going, Zach. <laughs> did you ever get detention? No. Yes, I did. Oh, Kim, you're three for three right now. Well, I tried to take over my... Uh, my course teacher, Miss Edwards, I just thought she was the dumbest thing on the planet and I could just teach the class. And so she finally gave me detention after like four, you know, infractions. Mm-hmm. I bet you could have told it. I sure could have, Leanne. I'm a type A person. Right? She was slow. I'm like, come on, lady. I love Miss Edwards. <laughs> Did you ever throw a party while your parents were away? No. No, I didn't either. My dad okay. would have killed me. We lived Didn't out in the country. It was dark. No. <laughs> no. It was dark. Okay, this is okay, this is a good one. And okay. I think maybe we might get a yes out of Leanne. I don't know. Did you ever take your parents' car without permission? No. Hmm. Leanne, I am a heathen. I took it out. <laughs> I would I didn't even start it. I just put it in neutral and we pushed it out the garage. It was a brown Malibu. Leanne, you did nothing. No, because I'm from the country and we all start driving real young. Like yeah. say, get in the car and go get that bale of hay. I mean, right. I so, yeah. It no, wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. I, it wasn't fun. I I could drive anytime I wanted to. Yeah. There you go. Were you driving like the tractor? Were you like the kid that drove the tractor no, when you were nine years old? To, no. We have a we were ahead of farm, but I never no, they never gave me that responsibility, but I drove like old money car loans. Wow. Which would be worth some and money. Trucks. Right? And trucks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Did you like farming work? Um, we didn't live on our farm. We had somebody that farmed because we okay. had a meat processing plant. Oh, and oh. so I had to work in meat. And I had, you know, big hair. And I and makeup on. It was the eighties, and no, I did not enjoy it. I was not good help. I didn't like to touch sticky deer meat, and I didn't like to touch innards. hamburger meat. And I had to, yeah, we and you know we complained oh, a lot Leanne. until yeah, they say pr- just go home, just shut up but, and go home. Yeah, it was. Um, but we had a garden and all that. But I and I bailed some hay every once in a while. I'd pick up hay, but or set tobacco right on the back of and oh my gosh my grandparents yeah my grandparents were tobacco farmers i would work with summers at tobacco fields 
That's the hardest where? work you've ever Where done. were they? South Carolina. In Laura, oh, South Carolina. Darling. We would suck oh, up tobacco. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, I worked in tobacco a little bit. That's hard work, girl. And my people grew tobacco. Mine too. Oh, yeah, I knew I loved you. No, oh, you okay. don't. Mm-hmm. Don't you love a tobacco basket now? They put that on the wall. Fancy people. Can you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> they get $200 for a fancy tobacco basket. I know. Yep. I know. Oh, I remember right. the smell. I remember still I remember, remember the smell. smell. It's a good smell. That's wild to me, honestly. It's like great. I grew up in the suburbs. It was a very different <laughs> experience that I had outside of Boston. Did you ever, and so this is for you, Leanne, did you ever get caught hooking up with somebody? Yes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> all the time, buddy. I was out making out with somebody all the time. And they'd be <laughs> like, is she Who was your car? first boyfriend? Do you remember uh, his name? Yes, Warren <laughs> Little Warren <laughs> And he was precious. And I tormented him that I would make out little Warren Corbin in his, uh, he had a Monte Carlo, 79 Monte Carlo. And sometimes I talk about it on stage. And he is a precious, precious human being. And he was a darling. He was my first boyfriend. Oh, I love it. I remember my first love too. Who is that, Kim? Stephen. I'll never forget. (laughs) These little Mm -hmm. boys sound so cute. Mine was cute. Mine was too. (laughs) And sweet too. Yeah, and I probably weighed more than my first boyfriend. But me anyway. too. I know I do. I did then too. My butt was, and I that was a rule. I thought, you know, should my butt be bigger than the man I go with? Did you ever blow off studying to do something more fun? Oh yeah, Lord, mm. yeah. I didn't study. Yeah, I didn't need that. <laughs> yeah, my Methodist minister had to write my uh, junior term paper. Because I blew it off and procrastinated. And I went to him and said, oh, chat, you've got to help me write this freaking term paper. And he was like, okay, because he knew I was torn up. And he helped me write it. Yeah, I blew off. Uh, my sister is very anal retentive and type A. And she cried over spelling tests and stayed <laughs> torn up and had diarrhea. And I was like. I don't, I think, can I stay home and watch Hollywood Squares? And my mom would be like, sure. Well, you know what? Grades weren't that big a deal back then. Like they are now. It's like the, it's like the academic Olympics now. I know. Yeah. Praise God. I didn't. Me either. Because back then I I took home ec. Like, you know, an exam would be like making an omelet. Right. So I didn't worry about that. No. Me neither. Kim, so same for you? Yeah. Oh yeah, honey. I skipped more classes than I went to. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Did you ever sneak into an R-rated movie? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I wanted to go see Buford Pusser. <laughs> and I remember my my next-door neighbor, Pam, was going to take me. And that little man that owned the theater, he said, the big man's watching tonight, and he was talking about God. <laughs> and so we didn't get in. But I'm sure that Warren, my little Warren, <laughs> would take me to movies. And I was probably 16, and I I looked old enough, and so we went. I love it. He probably made out. He probably was, Warren was probably trying to watch the movie. And I was probably trying to eat Warren's lips off. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. We can't go any further with that game. (laughs) All right, Kim. Uh, Well, you won. Let's uh, go to a commercial break. Kim Gravel. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back with Leanne Morgan, and we have what we like to call, Leanne, is the rapid-fire questions, okay? Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to ask you three or four questions, and I don't want you to think about it because you're so quick-witted. You won't. You'll just, whatever rolls off the tongue, say it. Okay. Uh, What do you always take with you on the road when you travel? Lots of medicine. Um, (laughs) Anti-diarrhea. anti-nausea you know i just got this thing like i'm worried something you know what in the world it's just me what am i going to do if something happens so i take a lot of pills i always worry that the airport they're going to go she needs to be in the hospital because i carry so many pills okay so let me ask you something do you enjoy traveling and being by yourself um yes now that i'm doing it all the time i get kind of lonely and i wish that my kids and sometimes my husband will come but but uh but i'm i'm in I'm in a bad mamma jamma tour right now where I'm right, gone so all you're, the time. Right. Yeah. But normally, yes, I would love to go to a hotel and watch HBO and be laid up in a bed and everybody leave me alone. You know, when I was, when I wasn't as this busy. This busy. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite topping to put on your Southern casseroles? Oh, a Ritz cracker with a butter, butter and Ritz cracker topping. Oh, yes. Well, that's, that's the staple. Mm-hmm. Um, how has comedy changed over the last 22 years? I don't know. I think it's always been, there's always like the clean ones and the dark ones. Mm. And people go really dark and twisted. And it seems really dark and twisted now. But then there's also these, this uh, need, I think, for and love for clean people like Nate Bargatze, Jim Gaffigan, like all these people are so successful. Um, but you can't have the you can't have the dark without the light. I don't think. Yeah, and I think that they're now. I mean, women have really struggled over the years of getting the gigs. I didn't. I didn't have as as hard as a lot of women did. But I think people are now realizing we can't treat women like that, and we, and they get they can they're funny. You know, they yes. for years they just take like. Oh, women are not funny, and they don't want a book, and they and they certainly wouldn't put three women up, you know, in a night in a comedy club, and and I think that's changing. That's there's so many wonderful people out there, and they know, you know, it was used to be a bunch of old men comedy club owners, you know, uh, that controlled everything, and it's not like that anymore. No, not with social media and all that. Uh, what is the, your favorite city you travel to? Oh my gosh, there are so many wonderful places in the United States. Yeah, and everywhere right. I go, I think, oh my gosh, I had no idea. But I'll tell you, lately, Charleston has been. Oh, Charleston. I love Charleston. Mm-hmm. Oh, the food, the people, the, the, the historic district, all of that. All of that. Those seagrass baskets, the, uh, all of it. I, the, the houses, I love it, love it. Oh, I, I did ball. too. I ended up staying a few days, so and my daughter went with me because I loved it so much. All right, I got two more questions. One, what's your favorite junk food? Oh, Lord, I'm a cake person. I like cake. 
But then I, when you say junk food, Lord, I love a cheeseburger and a french fry. Mm. But I love a chicken tender. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's a lot. I There's like, a lot. I like junk food. I like, just like Frito. Food. Oh, my oh. Lord, a Frito chip. Oh, yeah. Fritos are good. Yep. Fritos uh, in that, uh, yeah. that Dean's Ranch dip. Have you ever did Dean's French onion dip yes. on a ruffles? Yes. Okay. All right. Last question. I think it's my most important. Who is your celebrity crush? Matthew McConaughey. What? A good one. He's a good one. He's a good one. I And I, I feel like I have a lot of the same philosophy he has. I believe in dreams. I believe in going forward. I believe in destiny. I believe in, in I, you know, he's a believer. I'm, you know, I know God's got his hand on me. I just love him. I think he's beautiful. I thought I thought he was beautiful, and I but I also think he's some of that old school kind of guy that could kick a door in if you needed to. You know what oh. I mean? And I like that. I like it when a man kick a door in, dig a hole, build a fire. <laughs> you know, I do, Listen. and I think he's got that. <laughs> he's got it. Now, does your does 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 uh, Mr. Morgan have it? Yes. If okay, there's so a terrorist can... attack, y'all come to my house because okay, okay. Morgan will tend to it. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I mean, he was never in the military, and he's he likes to play golf, and he loves a club sandwich and a Diet Coke <laughs> and tennis. But if if push comes to shove, yeah. honey, he could tend to yeah. He would he could he build, could build a, a bunker. Yeah, yeah, he could. He'd knock somebody's teeth out. Yeah, I love it. it. Sounds scary and relaxing. No, he loves yeah. a club sandwich and Diet Coke and tennis. <laughs> yes, he loves all that kind of stuff, and loves to you know a good. A card game, yeah. but but he and my son's very outdoorsy and is um, kayaks and mountain bikes and does all that. Oh my, son, my boy, my husband's never been into all that, but my husband could tend to us if something went down. Well, I'm coming to your house for many reasons. That pot roast, and I'm and I'm coming for the bunker. Leanne, will you come back and be with us? I'm going to try my best. Oh, is this over? This seems like it was two minutes. I know. Honestly, you are so... Let me brag on you before I say goodbye. You are so... You are one of my sheroes in life. Like, right up there, top three. I mean, I'm so thrilled. And I thank the Lord for you. I think that He is calling you up in a time where we need some level-headed, funny, beautiful women to lead. Where are the strong women at? Where are they? We need you. Well, we thank need you. you Kim. And I love you. I do. Thank I, I, you. You Kim. have blessed my heart and blessed my life in more ways than you'll ever know. And I know this podcast, people are going to be like, where can I get a hold of this one? Oh, my darling. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, my angel, for lifting me up. Thank you. God's got it for you, girl. I don't know how it's going to end up, but it's going to be big. Thank you, my angel. Thank you. All right, come you. back and be with us. Tell to all these women they can go in there. And I got a lot more yeah. men coming, but LeanneMorgan.com. LeanneMorgan.com. And how long is this tour lasting? Because we're going to put up all your social media. You're, you're all over social, Facebook, be, Instagram. Uh, it'll be, I think we won't be able to finish this tour until a little bit into 2023. It's 100 <sighs> cities. Wow. I've done, I don't even know how many I've done, maybe getting close to 40. Wow. But, um, but I'm all over, and they haven't even added all the dates. People say to me all the time, what about Dallas? What about, it's coming, Southern California. They, it's not even, they don't even have them laid out all yet. Well, but when they do. I've got a lot If you need up. a hype girl. Oh, yeah, I'm hey. the hype girl, honey. I'll get your music going. I'll get everybody up dancing. <laughs> 
Okay, thank you, my darling. Thank Love you. you. Thank mm. you for having me, you angel. LOL, Kim Cavell. So, Zach, did I did I lie about Leanne? Is she not amazing? I loved Leanne. I know. This is it, Zach. Her message, she's 50 plus, and her career is on fire. Mm-hmm. Do you see a pattern here? It is incredible to start just realizing that the best is yet to come. That, for me, is mm. the thing that I keep coming back to personally. Zach. That is, say that again twice. Right? The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. I, I always am stuck on like the past and it's like, mm. it's all about the future, right? Like, yes. You know, it's so funny because Amy and I were talking today. I mean, we're so busy that we're either going to have, we have to make some pivotal moves here and, and really important decisions about we're leveling up so fast, we can't yeah. keep up. And I was just thinking, why? All right, is this happening now? But I don't think there's an accident there. I think people are so desperate for real. It doesn't matter what package it comes in, Zach. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's old, if it's young, if it's, mm-hmm. if it's real and it's authentic. And that's why Leanne, I mean, you, a hundred city to what comic that you know, that's not like on a national TV show doing a hundred city tour. And she's not doing a hundred city tour in like small venues. She's doing no, like the grand Cobb, old Opry. It, like yes. she's doing the biggest venues in the country. Because it's really, the timing is right um, for her. And I don't want to say to everybody, well, you're not going to make it until you're in your 50s. I'm saying the timing, you know when it's right for you. She made some really strategic decisions with her family and wanted to be, you know, home raising her kids, which is the most noble, hardest job you'll ever do. But don't think that's all you're ever going to do. It's, it's all about how you are walking in your true self. And I know that sounds so like, but she said, remember when she said, I believe in dreams and all that. She's talking about Matthew McConaughey. I'm the same way. I believe in dreams. I believe there's a bigger purpose for all of us out there. And you said, well, Kim, how do you, I don't just believe it. I know it. I live it. So it's my life experience that, that makes me have the confidence to say that about you, Zach, and everybody listening. I've experienced it. When you give over to that and you start believing that for yourself, you'll start to see doors open. It's not over. No, it's not over. The best is yet to come. The yeah. best is yet to come. That that should be the show. The best is yet to come. I love it. Boom. That's it. <laughs> That's the message. And it's a big one. And it's such a big one that I think it's worth saying over and over again and, remember, and reminding yourself. It, it, let's do that on the podcast because, y'all, I'm telling you, it's so easy to forget. It's so easy to get caught up and look right in front of our face. Um, but your future is not a mirage. It is truly out there. It's going to be big and great and everything you've ever dreamed of, if you'll let it. I'm feeling that, Kim. I'm feeling it, too. But you know what? So many great people help make this show possible. LOL is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden. Our cover art is designed by Sarah Noto and Tacapello performs our theme music. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show and head to lolkim.com to sign up for our mailing list. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye, y'all. LOL, Kim, you know it. LOL, you know it.